Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy, and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill, and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill, and hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and thank you all for listening to our six-part mini-series. We thought we'd do this final episode just to give you some top tips on how to pull it all together and what it all means and why you need to do all this stuff. But can I just take a moment, Dan, because I've just remembered something. This is our 50th official episode. Oh, really? I know you said it was coming up soon, yeah. Let's have a little moment to celebrate that. We thought we'd only get about five episodes in, didn't we? We wouldn't have enough to talk about, but get us. It's come around quick, hasn't it? Half century. 50 in the bag. Oh yeah. my God. Because that's like nearly a year, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. In the last week, we've upped things a little bit. So I think it's gone down well. Regular kind of everyday practical advice. So we might look into things. My editing time might be going up, yeah, getting more podcasts think, out, but, but we're enjoying think, it, aren't we? So Yeah, I think people have enjoyed the mini-series. I've had loads of comments and uh, messages about it, so I think um, it really worked. And you know what? The foundation principles, the clue is in the title. They are exactly that, aren't they? They are the foundations. Get these down. You don't need anything else for your health. I think we mentioned it in a few different episodes during the mini-series, but the estimates are somewhere between 90 and 95% of all disease and ill health can be cured by correcting the foundation principles, just getting back into that harmony and that balance of what we designed to eat, when we designed to sleep, how we designed to move, and things will correct themselves. The body has a blueprint to heal itself. So if you just do things what nature intended, nine times out of 10, your ailments will go away. So hopefully that's the biggest takeaway you've had from listening to this mini series. Yeah, exactly. Things like cancer don't appear overnight. They are long-term solutions. You know, my mum died of cancer, my gran, my uncle, I've had, oh God, lots of my family have died of cancer. And it doesn't happen just overnight. It is a long-term thing. And our immune systems are perfectly equipped to deal with cancer cells. We've all got them flying around all over us all the time. This is because I'm slightly obsessed by it. So I kind of know a lot about it. (laughs) And um, our immune systems are perfectly able to cope with cancer cells. It's when we stop doing the foundation principles that things start to stick. And it's that, I'm going to say the word, stagnant pools again, that any stagnancy in your body. So you want to create that flow through hydration, through movement, and give yourself the best chance to fend off these long-term illnesses. It's not really complicated either. We've probably said throughout the week a lot that it almost seems too simple Mm. because we've got this western approach of making everything complicated isolating this compound and just looking at this disease i think we need to step back a little bit and look at the bigger picture we pollute the soils which we've already said we pollute the waters we have toxic air we are made from everything which we're doing to mother nature so if we just make these little choices every day by choosing to spend your money on organic locally produced food by choosing to have clean water by getting out and getting some fresh air. You make all those choices for yourself. You're going to make yourself better. You're going to be able to help your family and friends better. You're going to make earth better. It's literally just a series of choices you make every day. We don't have to make that many choices in 24 hours. You only really make maybe 10 vital choices. So what time you go to bed, what you're going to drink, what you're going to eat. It's not really that difficult. 
we need to get rid of that quick fix mentality and just covering mm. up the warning signs. Like you said there, cancer takes years to develop and these illnesses do take a long time, but we get a lot of warning signs before we get those diseases, but mm. we choose to ignore them by taking painkillers and staying addicted to coffee and sugar and alcohol. We just cover up the warning signs. So if we can listen to the warning signs, they're just telling us where we're out of balance. And then if we can get back to the way we designed and just balance our bodies out with the six foundation factors, we're going to cure all these things. And as a result, we're going to make our friends and family better and the whole, the world, a better place. Mm. It's, it can't be underestimated. It sounds a bit dramatic, but that's literally how it is. Yeah. And you can't change the world, but you can change you who will change the world. So that's it. If you're living a life where you're eating rubbish, you're not moving, you're sedentary, you're consuming it's that consuming attitude isn't it you're eating and you're watching the telly and you're watching the news all the time you're getting stressed that feeds into that spiral of downwardness so when you start to look after yourself look after think about what you're eating think about what you're drinking think about how you're going to move people think motivation is going to come along and hit them in the face if i hear a thing like i'm going to come to pilates when i've lost five stone It's never going to happen. You know, you're never going to get to that point rather than saying, right, I need to move. That will help me reach my goal of losing five stones. So I'm going to come to Pilates now, today. Today is all you have got. You haven't got anything else. So start making some changes today. You know, you've got two choices in life, really. You either stay the same or you make some changes. And change can be hard sometimes, right? So you can either stay the same and that's when the pain teacher comes along. It's a good point that you made there when you said I'm I'm going to come to Pilates when I've lost five stone. I hear that in the gym environment yeah. as well. So I'm going to start building muscle when I've lost this fat. Well, why don't you just start doing it now? Yeah, exactly. It'd be two separate things. Yeah, if you start gaining muscle, you're going, to, you're going to burn fat. It's a little bit of like a lack of education as well, but it's also excuses. Mm. I look at the whole six foundation things as when we're putting this all together, like a conclusion. It's more of like a philosophical overview. You just You have to look after yourself first. The healthier mm. you are, the more you can help others. Be the example and you're going to teach your kids and your grandkids how to live a healthy life. What good are you to your family and friends if you're sick or you're burnt out? Because your kids and your grandkids are going to be the ones that have to look after you when you're old. Mm. They're the, the ones who are going to live in a, on a polluted planet. They're going to, going to be the ones who have to pay more taxes to cover the NHS cost because mm. everyone's sick. If you look at it that way as well, it's almost selfish to not make healthy choices because yeah. you, you're putting the burden on other people. Absolutely. You know, and... You've got to be the change that you want to see, like I've already said. And like you've said there, you're setting an example for the rest of the world. (laughs) And it's like, you know, the more that you can generate good energy and be out there and how you show up in the world. And that's going to influence so many people. Look at us, Dan. Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) I think a common thing with getting healthy and following the foundation principles, and like you said, change is hard. We like routine, don't we? And we Mm. we don't really like change although it has to happen. A lot of people think that a new exercise program or just beginning an exercise program, spending the time to find healthy food, getting into a new sleep routine, a better, healthier sleep routine. They think that's a lot of work and it might sound like that, but in fact, it's simply just a matter of choices. It doesn't take any more time or effort to go to bed earlier. It doesn't take any more time or effort to just choose organic over conventional. And an exercise program might seem like effort, but ultimately, It gives you more energy in the long run because you're healthier. 
So it's just this illusion we tell ourselves that it's going to take more time and effort and we can't be bothered. So we go for the quick fix, but really it actually gives us energy and it makes everything else easier. And if you take the quick fix all the time, it's just going to lead to bigger problems down the line, which are going to be harder to reverse. So it literally starts with the small choices you make today. Absolutely. And one of the other things I wanted to mention is when you align this to your dreams, what's your one vision? I'm going to sound like Freddie Mercury. One vision, <laughs> one love. What, what, what is it? What is your one vision? What is your goal? What do you want to achieve? And how are you going to achieve that in a really unhealthy body? Anybody who's successful in the world, you know, any businessman, number one thing they do, which is a non-negotiable, is look after their own health because they know that their health is directly related to their business and their success. One doesn't come without the other, does it, Dan? No, your amount of success in anything, whether it be business or hobbies or sports, is a direct correlation with the amount of effort you put into looking after yourself. You kind of get away from it. Yeah. So you might think, oh, well, I'm looking to improve in my career, but I sit in an office all day, I work online, and mm-hmm. I don't really need to have a healthy body. But you've got to remember that if you have a job which is kind of using your brain, which you would say, your brain is only as healthy as the blood which it sits in. So your brain is just made out of the food which you eat. So if you're eating crap, you're going to start thinking crap and your business is not going to run. Or mm-hmm. you might get away with it for so long while you're young, which you have a bit more time to recover, but it's going to haunt you later in life. And Body keeps the score. Yeah, exactly. And you probably get these business people who are older in life and they get health problems. They would probably happily give all the money away to get the health back. You hear it quite often, don't you? Yeah. Who was it said that? The Dalai Lama. We spend all of our health getting wealthy and then spend all of our wealth getting healthy. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, you spend health. all your time trying to gain wealth and then you, you give all your all... wealth away trying to get health. Yeah, something get, like that. Get your health back. Yes, yeah. you give all your health away to create wealth and then... You give all your wealth away to get your health back. So, yeah, we matched that one up a bit, but it was, uh, you know what we mean. <laughs> yeah, and there's no amount of money which can, you kind of just go and buy health. No, you're not going to get it back. What did Paul Check say? You know, if you don't make time for wellness, you're going to have to make time for illness. Yeah, exactly. And also, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. When's the next best time to plant a tree? Today, now. So start with your foundation principles. And even though they seem really simple, and probably, you know, you maybe think we're going to come up with some fancy stuff. It's actually very simple. And, you know, I use them. You use them, don't you, Dan? And look at us. We're actually 85. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're actually immortal. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. it there's, there's no quick fix, no magic pill. Start today. Start laying the foundations down. And you know what? Like what we've said with other stuff as well. You don't need to do it all at once. For one week or two weeks, just start drinking enough water. Get that habit in. Then the next week, start going for a walk every day while you're drinking your water and stuff. And then just gradually build it up. Take, you know, six months and do one a month until they're all ingrained into your system. And once you start doing these things as well, your body actually feels really good and you get that nice feeling. So you don't actually want to go back, do you? For instance, as soon as you start drinking the correct amount of clean water, You'll notice as soon as one day when you're dehydrated, you'll notice straight away. You might have been dehydrated yeah. for 10 years drinking coffee and alcohol, but then as soon as you get hydrated for maybe six months, you miss a day of water. You notice straight away, don't you? You can pick up the signals a lot quicker when you're healthier. And you don't think that sleep is directly related to hydration? 
but it absolutely is. And they're all connected with each other. So if you don't get out enough during the day, don't do enough exercise, that'll affect your sleep and affect your hydration. And, you know, they all kind of blur and mingle into each other. So the more that you can do a little bit of all of them, the better it is for the outcome. Yeah. So for an example, if you don't get a good night's sleep, you're going to wake up, you're probably going to reach for a stronger coffee. You'll have more coffee during the day, which is going to be dehydrating. You're probably going to have more sugary snacks to try and find that energy which you would normally get from sleep so just from missing a few hours sleep might affect your hydration and your nutrition mm-hmm. which, is, which is going to affect your thinking yeah so, yeah it all feeds into one it and- all interlinks and you know what like i deal with a lot of women who are going through hormonal changes like you said 90 percent of hormonal stuff is actually related to the foundation principles if you're not getting enough nutrients into your body enough fat into your body enough water you've got your mindsets all wrong you just decided that you hate your life you hate your body what's it doing all of that kind of stuff it really feeds into it and that's when you're home it's all linked to your hormones as well so the more that you've got a positive mindset the more that you know isn't it um dr bruce lipton says every single cell in your body is listening to what you're telling it so if you're telling your cells that you hate them <laughs> what's that going to do with them you know when we spoke about water saying that they hated the water we are 90 whatever we're seven what are we 80 percent water so you know be positive embrace the change and just do it and even by telling yourself if you have negative self-talk telling yourself that you hate your body and you've gave up that affects your cells, like exactly what you said, but also mm-hmm. putting crap junk food into your body, that's telling your body that you don't like it as well. And it's yeah. going to respond accordingly. Just a, a quick point before we wrap it up as well, because the six foundation principles, it might seem overwhelming to change all these things. And we've already mentioned that change is hard. So like you said, Jill, do it over time, take six months to try and get these things sorted. It's all going to be beneficial leading up to that six month anyway, but choose the things where you're most out of balance. You might think mm-hmm. when we sleep is actually okay. And so choose the thing which you're probably going to get more bang for your buck. You might think, oh, I drink enough water, but my me, me nutrition is terrible. So spend more time and energy on that. If your sleep's already pretty good, don't spend time trying to get your temperature absolutely perfectly correct and, you know, getting to bed at the same minute every night. You're probably only moving the needle a tiny little bit, mm. but you might be so dehydrated that even just drinking another half a litre of water a day might make a huge difference. So try and find which one you're out of balance most, okay? And with regards to kind of tracking these things, with things like exercise and nutrition, you can easily track kind of reps and sets and calories and Mm. how many hours you've slept. That's easy to track. So it's easy to kind of keep an eye on those things. But things like meditation, positive thinking, Tai Chi, these things are harder to track. And they're almost impossible to track really, but they're just as important. And a good way to sum this up is a quote that not everything that counts can be counted but not everything that can be counted counts. So meditation and positive thinking are just as important, but you kind of put a number on them Mm. compared to calories, sets and reps, but you still have to do them. And like you've already said, they'll bleed into the other things and make everything else seem better. So you might not be able to track your progress as clearly, but don't be fooled that they're not as important because they really are. Yeah. And I want to just end on a quote from the great Paul Check who was sounding a bit Jane Austen-esque on this one. It is a universal truth that you can look after no one else better than you can look after yourself. So the level of you looking after yourself is the level that you can give to other people. If you have other people who are relying on you to look after them, 
You owe it to them to look after yourself. End of. Your cup must runneth over. Exactly. Filleth thy cup. <laughs> We've gone very Shakespearean now. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So I hope everyone's enjoyed this mini series and hopefully we've put it all together a little bit more concisely because you've probably realised that we do like a ramble now and again. <laughs> but yeah, it all comes down to small, healthy choices every day, moving towards that legacy in your dream. And like Jill said at the end, uh, the more healthy you are, then the more you're going to be able to help others and the more you're going to live on a healthier planet. And that's going to be better for our children, grandchildren and future generations. Absolutely. Well done, Dan. That was very concise. I told you I'm embodying David Attenborough these days. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. Do let us know how you get on with your foundation principles and um, how what difference it's been making into your life and how successful you've been at implementing them as well, because we do like to hear from you all. Please remember, if anybody that you think needs to hear this stuff, please remember to pass the pod and to subscribe because we will be continuing for the next 50 episodes, right, Dan? 50 episodes down, 10,050 to go. How long do you think we can continue? I think good. I think we've got a good bit of steam on us left yet, though, Dan. Yeah, we haven't even gotten started yet. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening, everyone, and take care, and stay strong. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> I don't know where that came from.